0: Merrill Reese, we are getting closer to the Eagles' Week 6 matchup against the Baltimore Ravens at Lincoln Financial Field with some fans at Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, Yesterday's injury report had Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey limited at practice. We don't know what their status is going to be for Sunday. Maybe they'll play. Maybe they won't. But we have to assume that their potential return may affect how the Eagles use Travis Fulgham, who's been playing very well. So my question to you is, at this point, can you push Travis Fulgham aside if Deshaun Jackson and or Alshon Jeffrey come back?
1: No, of course you can't. Not at the level that he's been playing, uh, at least in the last two weeks, when he has really been a star. But I think when you have expert receivers, when you have other receivers, you just work them into it. Uh, You know from day one that the plan is not to have Deshaun Jackson out there for 80% of the plays. So if he comes back, I think they would use him from time to time. But uh, Travis Fulgham isn't going anyplace soon. He's he's in that lineup right now.
0: Oh, he certainly is. I'll take it one step further. Let's just say Fulgham has – Maybe not a bad game, but a quiet game, or a bad game Sunday against the Ravens. Does that change anything, or does he have does he have a couple of weeks to continue to show that he can perform? Maybe not ten catches, but still be productive and and help.
1: No, well, I think he's I think he's there for a while, and uh, there's no reason to think that he's suddenly going to look dramatically different than he has. I mean, he has talent. He is a big receiver. He's six two. 215. He knows what he's doing. He shows that in the way he runs his patterns. And he's got good hands. I just think he's a case of nobody realizing quite how good he is.
0: Uh, Pro Football Focus says that Carson Wentz's passer rating when targeting Travis Fulgham is 158.3, which is sensational. And when uh, Wentz targets everybody else, it's 64.6. Why do you think Carson has been able to develop so much chemistry so far with Travis?
1: It's just the way things have worked out. Uh, he's looking for receiver. He He sees that Travis Fogum is is getting to the football, making the catches. He has a lot of confidence in him, and he throws the ball to him. I think if you looked at any top quarterback and looked at his go-to receiver, you're going to find that the quarterback rating is very high in the direction of that receiver. And it has been Fogum this past week. He had 10 receptions, just an outstanding day. Uh, Baltimore has a tough secondary, and also they now have tape on Travis Fogum. So they're not going to let him run wild. Still, if Travis Fogum continues to play as he's played, he's still going to make his catches.
0: Oh, he definitely has been very impressive in and- – And it should be interesting to see how he does against a very good Baltimore team. Travis Fulgham was brought up yesterday a lot during the Eagles Zoom conferences, various Zoom conferences. And another player that was brought up a lot was Lamar Jackson, because he is the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, or a talented, dynamic quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, who was the MVP last season. Merrill, how can the Eagles, in your opinion, slow down Lamar Jackson?
1: Well, they have to be completely disciplined. That is the big thing with Lamar Jackson. You have to put on a pass rush, but you cannot over-pursue. If you over-pursue, he runs right up the middle. So you have to be fundamentally very sound with Lamar Jackson. You have to force him to stay in the pocket as much as you possibly can. That's not always the answer because he also has a strong arm and can get the ball downfield. But it's a good way to
0: start. Uh, you, have you as you've been preparing for Baltimore all week, who else stands out to you on the Ravens?
1: Well, they have a lot of a lot of excellent players. Uh, their running backs are very very tough. Uh, Mark Ingram, a veteran who has been around a long time, uh, played with the Saints and has hurt the Eagles uh, when he's played with the Saints. But Mark Ingram is somebody averaging four point six yards a carry, and the other is a rookie i uh, surprised he lasted until the second round last year because a lot of people had him pegged as a first-rounder coming out of Ohio State. That is J.K. Dobbins. Hmm. He right now is averaging about seven yards a carry, although he doesn't have near the carries that Mark Ingram has. But those are two guys right there who are excellent football players. You have to watch out for them.
0: Uh, they are a very talented team. And Merrill. the last one that I have for you, um, I went back. I took the time to go back and look at season by season. And the Eagles have not experienced a bad season at, to this point in the season as, as they have in a very long time. 2011 was the last time they had only one win after five games, which is the case this year. And before that, you have to go back to 1999 Andy Reid's first season and then before that you go back to 1998 which was the last time the Eagles had just one win after six games which because they are underdogs against the Ravens could very well happen this weekend so I guess my question to you is why in your opinion has this season been so unsuccessful so far
1: well I know this is not an excuse because all 32 teams were under the same blanket but this is a year the likes of which we have never seen with no OTAs with limited hitting during training camp with no preseason games and then you add to that the amount of injuries for whatever reason this team has suffered and really it's it's a formula for disaster uh, they have let games slip away you go back that washington game was they were up 17 nothing they had hmm. no business losing in washington and really they had no business Ending up tying with Cincinnati—that's another game they should have won. Mm-hmm. But those are in the rearview mirror, and all they have—what they have to do—is—is is move forward. And I know this is a tough game, but it's a still a long season. And what's important is what is ahead.
0: And, indeed, and, and they're in the NFC East, or as you like to say, the NFC East. The least. NFC Least. So that still keeps them in the conversation for the postseason, despite a 1 3 1 record. Merrill, one of my favorite days of the week, Friday, and that's because you give us your keys to the game, and I'm looking forward to that very much. Keys for Eagles Ravens tomorrow. Thank you for the time, and we'll chat tomorrow morning. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Meryl Reese. How powerful is Cox Internet?